your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Caniacs. I am your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked on Hurricanes on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, I'd like to thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day. And you can always find Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, we'll be previewing tonight's matchup against the Chicago Blackhawks, discussing the rumors about NHL owners being unhappy with Commissioner Gary Bettman and taking a quick look at the NHL Metropolitan and League standings. So diving into the game preview for tonight, we are obviously up in Chicago tonight. The Carolina Hurricanes taking on the Chicago Blackhawks yet again. This is their first repeat opponent of the season. Surprisingly, it is a very quick turnaround. We just played them last Friday in which we obviously saw a 6-3 win. It was the Hurricanes' seventh straight win at the time. It was Auntie Ronta's first start and first win of the season. Tony D'Angelo had a Gordie Howe hat trick, which... Actually, I don't believe I mentioned it in that recap episode. That was actually the team's first Gordie Howe hat trick since Brandon Sutter got one in 2012. So it had been a while since we'd seen something like that. So take that with what you will, with it being Tony D'Angelo. But this game, I think we will... This is going to be an interesting game for sure. I think in this game, we are obviously going to be missing Nino Niederreiter. He's still out with that lower body injury. Don't know what exactly it is. So we'll see how long he's going to be out. But from what I've heard, it's probably going to be a few weeks that he's going to be out. So obviously wishing him a speedy, speedy recovery and hoping to get him back on the ice soon. So with Nino still being out, that means Seth Jarvis will likely still be in the lineup. And you got to wonder where he is going to factor in to the Hurricanes lineup. From everything I've seen with practices and whatnot, it's been a bit of a fluid situation of where he's ending up and where he's playing and guys he's playing with. So It'll be interesting to see how things go for him tonight. I think it will like, I think at the end of the day, we'll see something similar to what we saw with Arizona. I think that's likely what we'll see, at least on paper. You guys know Rod Brandmore tends to shuffle things around during the game, so that will be what it is, but I think come whenever they announce the lines and the starting lineups for tonight, I think it will be similar to what we saw against Arizona. Maybe a couple guys moved around, but at the end of the day, I think it'll be similar to what we saw on Halloween. 
But I do think this is also going to be a bit of a different game than what we saw the last time we took on Chicago. Well, obviously, we were at home last time we played them, and of course, the home crowd plays a factor into the outcome of games, whether it's hockey, basketball, football, whatever. And especially with the Carolina Hurricanes of how loud PNC Arena gets and how much they feed off of the home crowd. I do think that obviously played a factor in it, but also we had Nino at that time. I think we'll probably feel him missing tonight against Chicago. And then the Blackhawks were also missing Patrick Kane in that game as well. So, got to figure out, right, he's definitely a difference maker as well. He can definitely be someone that can really go out and take control of a game. So, I feel like the Hurricanes are definitely, I don't feel like this will be a 6-3 win again this time. I feel with, again, just how many times these teams have played each other over the past year I feel that's going to play a factor into this game these teams kind of know each other and then having just played each other last Friday again I feel that is definitely going to be playing a factor into this game because all right the Hurricanes are going to expect one thing the Blackhawks are going to expect one thing and we again we just literally played them a few days ago so these teams are familiar with each other already this season. And I do think this is going to be another game like it was the last time in that it was a physical and chippy game. I, I feel like we're going to continue to see stuff like that. I feel that, again, these teams are tired of each other very much in the same vein as the way the Hurricanes are were with Nashville. They're just tired of seeing each other, and they don't like each other. So I feel this is going to be, I don't feel it will be as much of a blowout, but I do think we will still see that physicality, that chippiness, probably some scrums after the whistle, maybe a, a fight or two. I, I could definitely see the physicality of this game ramping it up a little bit more from the last one. But... At the end of the day, we won't know until puck drop. We won't know how things will play out until then. But, again, if we, if I had to put money on it, I definitely think we're going to see a closer game and we're going to see a physical game. As far as guys that I want to see things out of in this game, I still want to see our top guys performing like they have been in October. You're Just really your top six guys. I want to see them continue to produce. Again, in the past, Sebastian Ajo had been one to start off the season slow, and then he kind of ramps it up a little later on. But this season wasn't the case. He had a seven-game point streak. And I want to see stuff like that continue with him. I want to see him continue. I want to see Svetch continue his, well, his point streaks over now as well. But I want to see him continue his production and just, again, those top guys, see them continue. I want to see our defense continue to take steps in the right direction. 
I would like to see our goaltending. Obviously, if it's Freddie, I want to see him keep doing Freddie things this season. If it's Auntie Ranta, obviously I'm excited for that as well. It's his 200th career game in this game, or it would be. So I'd like obviously be happy for him for that because that's a very, very big milestone. But I want to see him, should he get the start, I want to see him kind of knock off a little bit of that rust that was there in that first game for him because as I mentioned there in the recap for that game, he was definitely a little shaky at times. And I think at the end of the day, that could definitely be chalked up to he hadn't played yet. So that was just early season rust there. So should he play tonight, I'd like to see him have a little bit of that rust knocked off and look more like the Auntie Ranta that we've seen when he's been healthy. That's what I'm looking for there tonight. I would obviously like to see Seth Jarvis get his first career goal. He obviously got his first career point in the last game against Arizona on a secondary assist. He almost had his first career goal in that game, but I'd like to see him get that goal tonight. That that would be really, really nice. Whether the Hurricanes win or lose, obviously I want them to win, but even if they lose, I, I would like to see Seth Jarvis get his first career goal because the kid is so talented, and for him to finally be getting his shot on the Hurricanes roster, I want him to really make the most of it. He did in the game against Arizona. I want to see that continue in this game. But we got to wait till 7 o'clock at, for game time to see how all this stuff will end up shaping out, who's going to be taking the ice where, how the Hurricanes are going to play, how the Blackhawks are going to play. We're just going to have to wait and see, guys. But there has definitely been some controversy surrounding one NHL commissioner, Gary Bettman, as of late. And I saw on Twitter yesterday evening from Alan Walsh, uh, agent, a player agent and lawyer that some NHL owners are unhappy with him. And we'll be discussing all that stuff right after this break, folks. In case you don't know, Shopify is a complete commerce platform that lets you start, grow, and manage a business. The subscription-based software allows you to set up an online store and sell your products. Shopify store owners can also sell in physical locations using Shopify POS, our point-of-sale app, and accompanying hardware. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resource once reserved for big businesses so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility, and Shopify helps you make your entrepreneurial dreams come true. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full sale, reaching customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. It allows you to gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting and conversion rates 
profit margins, and beyond. Go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNHL, that's all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNHL right now. Shopify.com slash LockedOnNHL. You guys know me. You know I love Thanksgiving and all of the good food and treats that come with it and plenty of them. But maybe you want a yummy dessert but isn't so full of calories and sugar. It's the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories, and that's on the low end, to be completely honest. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace that coconut cream pie with a coconut Built Bar, or go for a raspberry Built Bar instead of that raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie or any dessert. Low-calorie, low-carb, low-fat, and high-protein, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Built Bar is a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a Built Bar or two. You guys know me. You know I tend to take out one or two Built Bars with me to work whenever I get hungry there. So share some at your family gatherings. It will make things less awkward, and maybe Aunt Betty hasn't tried a Built Bar yet. And you can turn her on to Built Bar, and she'll absolutely love it. New surprises all month long. Limited time flavors arriving at Built.com regularly, so make sure you check out the website often. There's nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday, so mark your calendar as Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. So go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Now, before the break, I mentioned that there is supposedly some unrest, I guess you would say, with NHL owners and Commissioner Gary Bettman. I saw this on Twitter yesterday from Alan Walsh. He is a player, agent, and lawyer. And I will read his quotes verbatim uh, or his tweets verbatim. So, quote, I'm hearing this morning that several NHL owners are, quote, very concerned and unhappy, end quote, with Gary Bettman's leadership. I think even the owners realize it's time for change in the NHL and culture only changes from the top down it's time to fire Bettman from the way Gary has mismanaged the horrific events in Chicago to refusing to acknowledge a link between traumatic brain injury and CTE for doing nothing to help retired players for calling the NHL a quote family for the department of player suspensions for the game the way the game is marketed, for the lack of any coherent global strategy, for turning its back on player issues like painkiller, ambient, and total use, for his lack of empathy and caring, for his three lockouts and all the lies, it's time for Gary to go. Which, yeah, I 
I agree. It's time for Gary Bettman. It's time for a change in NHL leadership. I completely agree. Change starts from the top down. I did uh, misspeak a little bit um, when I said, you know, for when I was talking about the retired players doing nothing to help them and calling the NHL a family. It's, I realized as I was saying that, it sounded like I was attaching that to the Department of Player suspensions. So, yeah, apologies there. But, yeah, I, I totally agree. Just the way he has handled the Chicago situation is absolutely indescribably horrific. Like, that is awful. And his quote of different contexts, distant different situations when brought up Chicago, Arizona, New Jersey, like all their different situations where Chicago is only fined $2 million for covering up a sexual assault case for a decade to Arizona losing its draft picks for improperly working out a prospect to New Jersey getting fined, what was it, like $3 million for uh, their cap situation, like, this is, Gary Bettman has to go, and the fact that even the owners are realizing this is big, because a lot of the owners sometimes fall in the same camp as Gary Bettman of just almost feeling out of touch, and the fact that they're unhappy with him says a lot, and then, of course, just moving away from the Chicago situation, the CTE stuff, how in the hell are you going to deny that when there is all this research out there? I mean, you look at the NFL, you look at professional wrestling and just all these other contact sports. Again, regardless of what it is, there is so much research done. How are you going to deny CTE and brain injury stuff. How are you going to deny that? That is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That don't even have a word for that. And then how they aren't taking care of retired players after you know calling the NHL family. That is, that is very frustrating there. And then of course the Department of Player suspensions. We obviously been over that. And then not helping guys with painkiller issues and addiction issues that is that's really bad as well and then obviously the no coherent plan for a global strategy and the way the game is marketed I mean you can just look on social media and see the fan backlash on that I mean you you constantly talk about growing the game but you do next to nothing to actually grow the game. Yes, your new ESPN deal, that'll help a little bit. But your blackout stuff is still stupid. It's not as bad as it was, but it still ain't great. And then you have stuff like this, like Chicago that's going on right now. That's that's going to turn a lot of people off. And make people never want to support you or your company and yeah and then obviously his 
three lockouts. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I'm surprised he wasn't gone after the last lockout, to be completely honest. But, yeah, it, it's time for Gary Bettman to go. Yeah, I mean, the NHL wouldn't be where it is today without it. It wouldn't be a you know big four sports league but also i feel if you had someone else in charge maybe the nhl wouldn't be looked at looked at as the redheaded stepchild of professional sports leagues maybe we wouldn't be having some of these cultural issues in the sport that we're having right now if you had someone who was more in touch and not so out of touch and disconnected from the sport is basically just stuck up in an office. So yeah, I, I completely agree. It's time for Gary Bettman to go. I don't think, I, I mean, obviously the Chicago situation is an ongoing and developing situation. More stuff is coming out on that every day. So, I maybe he ends up having to resign due to that situation during the season, but I don't know if he'll resign mid-season. I I don't I think things are get have to get really really bad for him to end up resigning mid-season and then having an interim gen, or commissioner, excuse me. I think things would have to get really bad for that to happen, but I could definitely see within the next year or two, Gary Bettman is gone. I, I could really, really see that happening. But again, it, it's just one of those things. We're just going to have to wait and see what happens. I think the way the Chicago situation continues to get handled is really going to play a big factor into how much longer he is going to be the league commissioner and frankly just the rest of this season because yes you had the Chicago situation but there's all those other issues that were listed off the way suspensions are handled the way in concussions and stuff like that are handled and just so much other stuff and the marketing and lack of a global strategy. There's just so many other factors. I think we'll, the if things don't really hit the fan, I mean, they already have, but hit the even bigger fan in the back. Well, I think come off season, we may be seeing a change in leadership, but it also wouldn't surprise me if we see something mid season. It really wouldn't, but, Again, that's just something we're going to have to wait and see what happens when it comes to Gary Bettman's future as NHL commissioner. As far as who would replace him, I have, I don't know. I feel like probably the deputy commissioner, Bill Daly, Daly, I repronounce his name. I feel like he would probably get named the interim commissioner, but I don't feel like he would be a good fit either due to him kind of being similar to Gary Bettman in things that have been said and done so I don't feel he would be a good fit either but that's just something we'll we'll just have to continue following that as time goes on but the fact that the NHL owners seem to be really mad at Gary Bettman and I'm happy with him I think that says a lot because again 
some of those guys can feel really out of touch as well. So we'll see what happens. And obviously, as time goes on, we'll continue to discuss that situation. But there have been some changes in the Metro Division and the NHL standings as a whole. So we're going to talk about those right after this quick break, folks. Bet Online is back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all of the basketball and football action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. From basketball, football, postseason baseball, NHL, boxing, UFC, and right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Now, while the Hurricanes haven't played since Halloween, when they took on the Arizona Coyotes, there have been some changes in the Metro Division and League standings. So we got to take a quick look at that heading into tonight's game. So the Hurricanes are still sitting atop the Metro Division, 8 no, 16 points. But now the Newark Rangers have climbed back into second place at 6-2-2 and 14 points. The Washington Capitals have fell down to 3 at 5, 1, and 3 and 13 points. The Philadelphia Flyers are in fourth at 5, 2, and 1 and 11 points. Columbus Blue Jackets are still in fifth at 5, 3, and 0 and 10 points. New Jersey Devils are still in sixth at 4, 3, and 1 and 9 points. New York Islanders are in seventh place at 3, 2, and 2 and 8 points. And the Pittsburgh Penguins are in eighth at 3, 3, and 2 and 8 points. So, and also, one other thing, the Tampa Bay Lightning have moved up into second place in the Atlantic Division, sadly. Now the Buffalo Sabres are in third. F's in the chat. <laughs> but looking over at the league for a quick look at the top 10, we've also seen some changes there. Florida is still number one at 8-0-1 and 17 points. Of course, we're still in second at 8-0-0 and 16 points. We are the ones with zero losses, Florida. Edmonton is now in third at 7-1 and 0-14 points. Calgary has slipped down to fourth at 6-1 and 2 and 14 points. New York Rangers are fifth at 6-2 and 2 and 14 points. Washington Capitals are in sixth at 5-1 and 3 and 13 points. St. Louis Blues are in seventh at 6-1 and 0 and 12 points. San Jose Sharks are in eighth at 6-3 and 0 and 12 points. Winnipeg Jets are in ninth at 5, 2, and 2 and 12 points. And the Minnesota Wild are back in the top 10 at 6, 3, and 0 and 12 points. So it'll be interesting to see how things go tonight. Obviously, if the Hurricanes beat the Blackhawks, they will move into first place in the league. They would overtake the Florida Panthers by one point. So we'll see how that goes tonight. That game is at 8.30. So have fun with that one. The Nashville Predators are taking on the Edmonton, are up in Edmonton tonight. Columbus Blue Jackets are in Colorado, and the St. Louis Blues are out in LA. 
So it'll be interesting to see what happens tonight because, again, should the Hurricanes win tonight, they will take that number one spot in the NHL. And then they'll obviously just continue to extend their lead in the Metropolitan Division. So this, while it's still early on in the season, this game does have big implications. And so we will see how things end up shaping out tonight. Obviously, it's one thing for me to talk about it, you to listen, you to tweet about it, me to tweet about it. That's one thing to do, but at the end of the day, we won't know until the final goal horn or the final buzzer buzzes. And we won't know what happens until it happens. So until then, make sure you follow Locked on Hurricanes on social media, Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes, myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day. Now go make Locked on Fantasy Hockey your second listen of the day. And I will talk to you tomorrow when we recap this game against Chicago, as well as go over any other news surrounding the Carolina Hurricanes. You guys have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you tomorrow.